0: Hello everyone and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available mass-produced foodstuffs. As always, to my right is Alex. And as always, to my left is Chris. So we've found ourselves in the depths of a Minnesota winter. Oh, that we have, Chris. Most of the holiday lights have come down. The trees are bare. The snow has melted just enough to see our dead in desecrated lawns. Yep. Conservatively, we have about four more months of this. Let's put our seasonally available theme on the back burner and just eat candies that are going to make us happy this episode. Oh, I love that. I love that. Especially because I'm pretty sure at this point, the theme would be plain Knox gelatin. If Deep Minnesota winners were described as a candy, it is plain Knox gelatin. That is 100% correct. But we are not having plain Knox gelatin today. No, sir, we are not. We are having sour candies. Yes, Uh, I trekked out to Minnesota's largest candy store and I wanted to find obscure candies. It actually took me a lot longer than I expected, but I found them and I'm really excited about it. A lot of these candies look like normal candies, but off-brand. I would agree with you on two of the three. But one of them, honestly, I've never seen anything quite like it. Yeah, that last one. I'm not 100% sure if it's even food. No, but that's what got me so excited about it. Moving on from the fear of you having pica, let's talk about our first candy. Yeah, so this is one that I think most people would recognize as Pop Rocks. Except these aren't Pop Rocks. They are Sour Power. Yeah, specifically they are Sour Popping Candy. Four flavor mix. I'm sorry, it doesn't ever specify the flavors in uh, writing, and it comes in a pack just like Pop Rock, so there's no way to really separate them out. It's just a mix of flavors already. More upsetting than the ambiguous use of flavors, there's what appears to be a cat on the front of this package in what can only be described as extreme emotional distress. Covering actually really covering the packages maybe should have been the first thing we talk about. It's uh fireworks just everywhere, just shooting off all over the place. Do you think it's the fireworks that are terrorizing the cat? Probably cats hate fireworks. Yeah. Well, Alex, I think it's time to stop beating around the dead horse and see how these knockoff pop rocks taste. Let's do it. Sweet googly moogly, those are revolting disagree let's get our bearings on what we can agree with they are incredibly sour true i was not able to taste any of the fruit flavors i thought there was i thought there was a decent amount of fruit-ish flavors i couldn't identify them but it was fruity if there was any other flavors in there the sour flavor overpowered everything else yeah but i kind of love that about sour stuff well and see what i love about sour stuff is when the sourness enhances the flavor And plays alongside the flavor. I mean, that's nice, but... Like notes in a chord. Okay. I like a judicial use of sourness. This is sour for the purposes of being sour. Okay, I can appreciate that sentiment. Oh, we should also point out, these are just pop rocks. They are effectively equivalent to pop rocks. Yeah, they're pop rocks that they just tossed citric acid into to make them incredibly sour. Well, Chris... Uh, I don't know how much you're going to like the rest of this episode, because the next thing we have is actually called Crybaby Tears Extra Sour Candy. It's, uh, it's from Double Bubble, the people who bring you Double Bubble. So the most prominent thing about this package is the picture of a child who has clearly suffered some sort of terrible loss and is openly weeping. He's a crybaby. I feel like these sour candies really have a theme of torturing small animals and children. It's very disconcerting. Fair enough. One piece of innovative marketing on this package uh, that I do appreciate is that they take a page out of Cero Box's playbook. Oh, yeah? And put interesting facts on the back. Oh, neat. Like what? Did you know the Vermont state bird is the hermit thrush? I did not know that. The last thing I want to point out about these facts is they are not... Incorrectly labeled as fun facts. Oh, thank God. They are simply labeled as facts. So there's a lot on this packaging. Does it ever actually say what's inside? If you turn the box over and read the incredibly small print, you can find the flavors. Apparently, state facts are more important than the actual content of the box. Clearly. But we have lemon, cherry, grape, orange, and watermelon. Your pretty standard flavors. Sure. And these are peanut free. Okay. I wasn't exactly expecting this, but now that we've taken them out of the box, honestly, they look a lot like pills. Yeah, this looks like medication. I feel like your grandmother could easily confuse these. Now, something to point out on these. Most sour candy is coated in citric acid and sugar. These don't have that. No, I think they're actually going to be sour through and through, which I'm really pumped about because most of the time, I love the beginning part of the sour candies, and I'm kind of disappointed that it's just sweet in the middle. I'm thinking they're going to be sort of sour, but not overpoweringly sour. I don't know, Chris. They are called crybaby. What I'm trying to figure out is, are they more of a sucking candy, or do they just like bite into them and go to town? Alex, I mean, look at those things. I'm pretty sure if you bit into them, you would chip a tooth. Well, should we try chipping a tooth on them? I've got full dental care. Well, they did it. I think they finally did it. They've created a sour candy that is sour through and through, and I love it. They're fine. Well, this is just the episode of Disagreements, ain't it? It is. So something we hadn't realized until we had shoveled at least 10 of these things into our mouths is that they're shaped like little tears for crybabies. Yeah. Which is a very cute design, but does not function very well when you're trying to get them out of the box oh yeah no, these are a bear to get out yeah so the box is like one of those little push tabs that nerd boxes will have except nerds are lumpy and small these are kind of big and shaped like a wedge you get two of those things trying to come out at once they're really three stooge in the situation oh yeah what i will admit is that the actual fruit flavors are pretty mediocre yeah the flavors themselves are nothing special but as we've established, I just love the sourness. So to me, the flavoring takes kind of a backseat to it. I'm just going to buy you a bag of citric acid and you can sit at your desk at work and eat that. And that'll give you the same effect. Could I just like dip wedges of fruit in it? Yeah. Oh, my God. No. Well, that's a thing. Uh, it's a Mexican recipe uh, using citric acid, a little bit of sugar and cayenne pepper, I think. They can mix all three of those together, sprinkle it on some fruit, and that's really, really good. I live by a couple Mexican groceries. I'll see if I can find one over there, and that may be a pretty good episode. That could be a very exciting episode. Yeah. Oh, but we'd have to eat fruit, so. Ooh. Uh. Okay, let's workshop it. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. So we talked about what we thought the consistency of these was going to be, and they're sort of a smarty sweet tart kind of consistency where... It is basically just powder held together with a weak binder. Yeah, which is actually kind of nice. You don't have to crack your teeth on them. Oh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a solid formula to get sugar into your mouth. Yeah, it's not a very high class way of doing it, though. No. Well, if you put your pinky up while you eat them. Yes, the pinky does make everything fancier. So, Chris, you didn't seem that excited about them. What didn't you like? Yeah, they're just not that exciting of a candy. They're very sour, but you can find that in other places. If they had upped the quality of the artificial flavoring in them and they were this sour, that would be great. Like the sour plum that we had from sugar. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh man, I think sugar may have ruined me on some of these sour hard candies. Good job, Sarah. Ultimately, these are just not super interesting. Our next candy, I don't know whether we're going to like it or not, but I'm really hoping that we'll be able to agree on them one way or another. Yeah, Now we are positive this is food, right? I think so, only because the bag says that we can eat them. Normally, I would say that is very concerning, but because these basically look like packaging material, it's understandable. So this mystery sugared packaging material that we have is Garrett's Sour Satellite Wafers, filled with sour powder. Chris, you have said how sad you are that there are tortured cats and children on the front of all the other packages tonight. But this one, oh, this one has a giant smiling sun. This is the happiest package that we've had tonight. I do want to point out that picture of a star does depict it within the atmosphere of the earth. So that would lead to catastrophic earthquakes and the sterilization of the planet, quite frankly. But I'm going to let it slide. Their heart was in the right place. Now, the back of the package, it says that Garrett's satellite wafers have been in America since the 1950s. But we did a little bit of research on the company, and we discovered the company was founded in 1979. Okay, here's my theory. Lay it on me, Chris. It says these have been in the United States since the 1950s. Perhaps they fell from the sky, presumably from space. Yes, they do look like flying saucers. And they were simply discovered in the late 1970s. By the Garrett company, who then began selling them. That sounds plausible. That is really the only way that this makes sense. So what I'm not sure about with this is exactly how to eat them. My best suggestion is with your mouth. That is all the help I can give. All right. So just to describe them, it's a wafer, a lot like a Necco wafer. It sort of bubbles in the middle, and we assume that there is sour powder inside that. So I'm afraid if I take a bite into the wafer, it's going to fall apart on me like a taco shell. And then the powder is just going to fall everywhere. But if I tried to stick the whole thing in my mouth, I'd probably choke and die. So I don't know how to tackle this. I feel like that outside styrofoam-like material is probably something akin to like rice paper, where once it hits your mouth, it just dissolves. Well, let's hope you're right. So after actually opening the bag and taking a look at these things... They feel like a rice paper kind of material. Yeah, you're probably right. Also, they are effective teeny maracas. Well, I think it's time to try them, Alex. I'm going to dial 9-1. And then if you start choking, I'll dial the next one. Perfect. So that was nothing like what I expected. No, that was chewier than expected so the outside coating does not dissolve the way that you would expect it to nor does it crunch the way you might expect it to no it's very gummy and just kind of sits in your mouth yeah it's kind of flavorless anyone who has been to church will understand this the outside pod has the mouthfeel and taste of a communion wafer so glad to be jewish right now and inside of that is what I would describe as a pixie stick without the anti-caking agent. I'm going to tell you right now, Alex. Yeah. I'm really feeling like these did not fall from space. Potentially, the exterior of them has been around since the 50s. They did taste pretty stale, yeah. They weren't that good. And yet, I crave more. The inside pixie stick material was fine, but the outside was awful. The delivery system is a pain. I actually found the easiest way to eat them was to crack them on my chest like an otter and then lick the sugar out of it yeah i was lazy i just stuffed the whole thing in my mouth and went to town now in the back of the bag there is a long soliloquy about how much people love these and one of the lines and i will quote this is people love these candies so much they will do anything to get their hands on them which after having eaten several of them I'm sure I think the list of things I'll do to never have to eat them again is longer than the list of things I would do to eat them again. Yeah, that sounds about right. This episode started pretty divisively. I enjoyed the first two candies because I love sour. You didn't really like them because you hate fun. Uh, but thankfully, we were able to come together and both not really enjoy the last candy. Yeah, we really dovetailed into disappointment there at the end. So before we go into recommendations, I want to point out that my tongue hurts after this episode. Yeah, I think my tongue is going to need a couple of days rest. I'm going to give all three of these a hard pass. The first two, get Pop Rocks or sweethearts. They're more easily available. And the last one was just weird and unnecessary. No surprises here. I'm going to disagree a little bit, but I would say that if you really like sour as much as I do, then these are things you can definitely give a good chance. But yeah, I'm also going to have to give a pass on the extra weird flying saucers. Yeah, they're weird, but they don't do anything with the weirdness. The weirdness does not add to the candy. These are the goth kid in a mall of candies. Ouch. Well, we've come to the end of our sour adventure. Alex. If people want to contact us, where can they do that? Well, they can find us on Facebook if they search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. They can look us up on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's Pod, and on Instagram at Sugar Daddy's Podcast. Long-form complaints can be sent to comments at SugarDaddy'sPodcast.com, and if you want to support the show, giving us a five-star review on iTunes is a real good way to do that, or just share the podcast with a friend. So I know I didn't like the candies today, Alex, but All of that citric acid did a wonderful chemical peel to my tongue. Look at this. It looks 10 years younger. Look at my tongue. Do you think there's a sponsorship deal in there somewhere? Where, where are you going? Come back, Alex. Alex? All right, he's gone.